So, welcome to the first extra sode that Navi Tales is going to do, where we talk about whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. Normally, we decide to confine ourselves to a lore-based video game podcast, but today, or this podcast, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about whatever we want. When Nick and I were discussing how we wanted this podcast to work, one of the things we came to the conclusion of was, if we want to make a podcast about it, we can do it as an extra episode. So we are filming this, or filming this, Yes. recording this in the wake of (laughs) E3 press conference, E3 2017. Yep. So we thought we should talk about it, considering we're a video game podcast, and there was one or two video games at E3 this year. So, yeah, that was a disappointing press conference, in my opinion. I think, overall... Yes, it was, because there wasn't much new, and there wasn't anything, I wouldn't say there was, uh, there wasn't anything, like, new that I was, like, made me, like, stand up. Yep. It was mostly, the stuff that made me, like, stand up was, like, old stuff, but, like, just, I was excited for it. I remember, like, the 2016 press conference, I was freaking the fuck out at things, like, Death Stranding. Yeah. And, like, Last of Us. Yeah. And, like, all this shit. Like, I was freaking out. Like, I remember we were all, like, here together in my basement where we record. And I, and we were, like, yelling about shit. But then, like, this year, I watched it and I went, meh. Just to, like, all of it. Even, like, the stuff I liked, I was like, okay. Maybe I've just become more cynical over the past year. There's a strong, strong chance. But... I don't know, I just feel like it was underwhelming at best. So let's let's talk about a little bit of individual stuff. I see you did your homework, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> um, I just wrote I, down a few games that we could go over, starting from like stuff I'm really excited about, and then just stuff I wanted to mention. So we'll talk. We'll start with like stuff like we really, really, really like got excited about, and I want to start with Spider Man because okay, that was one of the things that got me. At and E3. like th- again, like. Not new because I freaked out when they announced it last year. Because that Spidey suit, though. The Spidey suit looks awesome. And I was like, Insomnia is making a Spidey game. I'm in. But in like, case you didn't know, by the way, friends at home, Insomnia is the people who made the original Spyro the Dragon games and Ratchet and Clank. Yes. So they are a good game studio. Um, this game is a PlayStation exclusive Spider-Man game. So all you Xbox fangirls are screwed. <laughs> But yeah, I was really... It looked I, pretty. Like, this is one of the things I got most excited for because they finally showed off gameplay and holy shit, does this game look fun to play. Like, it's it's yeah. like the Arkham-style gameplay, but, like, with Spider-Man elements, so you can, like... And it's super, like, environmental, it looks like. So, like, there's a part where, like, there's, like, a scaffolding, like... Uh, there's, like, a crane with, like, an I-beam, holding an I-beam, and he just uses his web to pull it and make it spin around and, like, hit bad guys. Yeah. And, like, it just looks super fun and, like, really fluid and, like, the game looks great. So, like, I was, like, super excited of, like, all the moves he was pulling off. Like, that it's not just because it's Spider-Man. It's not just punching and kicking. Everything's, like, super web-based. There's, like, an acrobatic element to right. to it, too, that, like, you really don't see in in most superhero games. It's more... 
like just agile than that. You feel like you're not moving in the environment, you're moving through it. Or at least I could I could see that. I hope it plays as well as it looked. Like you know how like the gameplay can feel different and stuff. Yeah. So I'm hoping that that's the case. But yeah, that was one of the things I really liked. Plus the little Easter egg at the end with the kids like filming Spider Man doing shit, and like one's walking away and the other one goes Miles, and then Miles Morales, who is the other Spider Man, turns around and does it. So I'm assuming Miles Morales is becoming a spider-man is gonna have something to do with this which would be so cool because fucking miles morales is just such a great character he right now in the comics peter parker's older he's an adult still being spider-man while miles morales kind of takes the place of the young spider-man the spider-man that is in high school and dealing with high school problems so you get both of those worlds at the same time it's really great uh, and I'm hoping that it, it does a good job of doing that. But I'm curious who the villains are going to be in this game. Yeah. Because Kingpin's in it, but you seem to be working with Kingpin to a point. Yeah, he kind of helped him in that in that in uh, the gameplay that they yeah. showed. It was some weird... What were they called? The Demons? The Demons. Yeah, he was fighting some group called the Demons, and then that one guy... They had, guy, like, superpowers, but that one guy he that, was possessed. Yeah, was, like, possessed by stuff. I don't um, know. I really hope... That the story's really good. I do too. Because I feel like that's a thing. Like, I feel like the gameplay's going to be fun, and it's going to look well to amazing. I just really hope that the story's good. Like, me too. Not bullshit movie tie-in. Just give me give it his own thing. You know, I think if it was going to be a bullshit movie tie-in, he'd have a suit that looks more like the movie. Which it kind of does, but kind of doesn't. It has the eyes and everything, but the suit itself does not look like the movie at right. all. Which is why I'm thinking this is going to be its own medium which is uh, I'm happy which i'm down with because because it looks amazing yeah so next on our list of bullshit to talk about um we have mario odyssey what'd yes. you think of that i am so in for this game i, I was, am in for it now i was in for it when they released it what was it the the that switch direct yes, the switch direct <clears throat> I am so in for this game because they they just showed gameplay and you can possess things with your hat. Dude, I can finally be a Koopa. Yeah, you can be a little Mario Koopa. You can possess things with your hat, and the worlds look fantastic. Yeah, you absolutely. You can literally possess it. There's a world that looks like New York City. It's called New Donk City. You can possess a taxi, and be a taxi. I know. It looks. Nintendo again does such brilliant, weird original things where like very few games do you throw your hat and possess by very few i mean i haven't seen any and the the whole thing where there's parts of like levels that become original 2d mario and you play as like original 2d mario and i was like that is fantastic it's just these great thoughts and well done things that i i think is really really cool and I'm I'm really looking forward to this game. Oh yeah, I'm, and I'm, and I think that it it'll be again a good reason I picked up a Switch. Oh, I hundred percent. Because I feel like I've just used my Switch for Zelda, and that's it. I'm staring at my Switch while I'm saying it. Same. Um, keeping on the Mario theme, Mario Cross Rabbids Magic Kingdom Battle something. So indifferent, it's not even funny. What do you think? So you were saying you thought it was weird and cool. So I just didn't I had known about this for a really long time. Um. Back when they Nintendo did the whole thing where people could go and um, try out the Switch for the first time, like like YouTube uh, reviewers and stuff, 
um, one of the YouTubers I follow did a, uh, a Twitch stream when he came back where he was just answering people's questions um, about the Switch because he played it and stuff. And he had, like, hinted at uh, a Mario Rabbids crossover thing and at the time like he kind of like he didn't confirm it because he couldn't but he it's kinda, one of those non-disclosure agreement things kind of like did a little wink wink at the camera so i had known about it since then but my impression that it was going to be more super mario rpg ish just with the rabbits thrown in and then recently like a couple weeks a month ago I, I don't know if, like, the image, like, the promotional image leaked and they released it, or they just released it. I, I think it leaked. I think it leaked and then they released it. And then they released the image, and then in the Ubisoft press conference, they actually released gameplay, and it's XCOM. And, and that's why I don't like it. I don't like XCOM. I have never played XCOM, and it never really appealed to me, but for... I, I'm, like, into this game. I, I don't blame you. I feel it's like... It's cool. Like, a, like, the strategic... Uh, elements of this is like perfect for my switch like i feel like this is i feel like if it wasn't mario like i'm not a huge rabbits fan i have the first game if, i actually really liked the first game if it wasn't mario and on the switch i feel like i wouldn't be that interested in it which is probably why i'm not interested in xcom as much and picking it up but i feel like this is a great game to have on my switch as a person who's looking for a reason to use their switch That's i feel like fair. this strategic style of gameplay is uh is good for the switch and it just looks fun to play so i'm probably gonna pick it up yeah that's that's fair but it is absolutely weird ass fever dream but i'm i'm on board i'm usually on board for weird ass fever dreams you I just don't me. give a fuck about XCOM. so so next we're going to talk about south park yeah they just confirmed its release date and has been in multiple uh a couple of e3s in the past but I'm 100% in. I was 100% in when they just gave me the name. I know. And they didn't tell me Heads anything up. about it. And they just said, I was 100% when they were said that they were making another one. I was like, I'm in. You got me. I because never, Stick of Truth is one of my favorite games. I never played it. You never played Stick of Truth? I never Josh. played Stick of Truth. Do you I've, like South Park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. You need to, please, do yourself, anybody listening, and Josh, <laughs> if you have not played Stick of Truth, and you like South Park, if you don't like South Park, don't play it. I know some people that can't handle South Park. If yeah. you like South Park, pick up Stick. It's one of those games that just fell between the cracks for me. Like I will, everyone I will, has always said it's good. I've never heard bad things about Stick of Truth. I just never played it. I think if you pre-order the second one, you get the first one. Oh, cool. Let me look into that real quick. Um, talking, but it's for anybody who hasn't played it. It's an RPG, a turn-based RPG. Which, if you aren't really into that, it might turn you off. But if you, I like I said, if you're really into South Park, I highly suggest picking it up. It literally looks like the show, like all aesthetic wise, and they don't hold stuff back. You fight Nazis, you fight zombies. The humor is there. The story is uh, fantasy based, so they're all wizards and mages and bards and stuff like that. So yeah, so it just lends itself, like, the weird obscurity and raunchiness of South Park lends itself to, like, these weird, awesome moves and, like, abilities you can do, and, like, the story is great, there's a whole part, I don't know how much I want to spoil if you haven't, if you haven't played it, because I, I know, like... I know some stuff about it, there's a whole part with, like, Nazi abortions, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> like... Nazi abortions, the entire part, and... All of Canada is like old 8-bit <clears throat> style gameplay. 
Um, it's it's great. Pick it pick it up if you haven't. Josh, honestly, Josh, pick it up. And honestly, if you, ha- if you love South Park, please pick it up. I like South Park. You know me pretty well. I you, should I. It's not a long. Okay, it's not a long game, so you don't have to devote yourself much to it, and okay. it's not a hard game. It's just a great experience. Okay, you know me well. If I pre-order the fractured butthole, <laughs> <laughs> if I pre-order the fractured butthole, I get a free digital download for Stick of Truth on PS4. Yes, it's confirmed. I'm looking at it right now. So pre-ordering this, would I like it? I think you would like it. All right, I'll probably pre-order it tomorrow. Okay. So, and then uh, also. On top of South Park, they announced a mobile game, and I've never been more excited for a mobile game just because, again, at South Park, you have me. South Park is making a game, you have me. South Park is one of those franchises that I've always enjoyed. It's got, I mean, it's dirty potty humor, but, like, brilliant dirty potty yes. humor, which it's I'm like fine with. layered in, brilliant, makes, if you really step back and, like, look at it, you're like, there's some actual intellectual, like, like conversations going on right now. I was now. just talking about the part where Butters got like dumped and the goth kids were like talking to him. Like that really deep conversation that Butters has with them. I was just talking about that yesterday. Like I really, I do enjoy South Park, but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely look into that. Uh, what else is on our list of bullshit? Uh, God of War. That was the... Dad of War. That got me. Yeah, I don't, I don't play God of War. I... Couldn't make it through the first one because, in my opinion, it got really repetitive. And, first one does. And bored me. And Three was great. All the... Three is just like... So you have one and you have two. That's building up to an orgasm. Three is like a six-hour-long orgasm. Like, you kill a couple gods in God of War franchise up until three. Three happens, they said, fuck it, and you kill the rest of them. You kill so many gods in God of War 3. It is absurd, the amount you kill. Like, insane. I love it. Yeah, I'm, but, like, I've never... I tried to get into it, I couldn't, but, like, this game looks beautiful. The play style looks different, so I'm in. And I I will probably pick up this game. Yeah, and, and with God of War, normally you play as Kratos, who is a, a, a Spartan, um, who becomes the God of War. So you, this game you're not, in the past games you've always fought Greek gods. You fought the Zeus, Hades, all of them. This is the first game since you've literally eliminated the Greek gods. Now you are in Nordic territory. And like, I remember watching it and watching the serpent start to rise from the ocean. I go, that's the world serpent. And then the little kid goes, that's the world serpent. (laughs) And I was just like, this is so awesome. They already put the world serpent in this. Because in Norse mythology, there was a serpent encircling the earth that kind of did it. These games itch my, like, history bones so That's why I'm, like, really upset that I couldn't get into it. And maybe I have to go back and try it again. But, like... The first one... I think the story and, and, like, the whole mythology thing... Because I like mythology, too. And it's brutal. And, like, the brutality of all of it. And that that there's just this Spartan going around killing all the gods. You know how... that That really dragged me to the franchise. But, like, they... Gameplay, the first one, and the repetitiveness just pushed me away. I feel you. And then, like, the first one also has, like, the, the labyrinth in it, which is miserable. I think that's where I stopped. Yep, the labyrinth is the worst where part. Where you're looking for Pandora's box. Yep, the labyrinth is the worst part of the first game. But uh, by the end of 3, like, you know how Hermes is the messenger of the gods super fast and everything? 
Guess how you kill Hermes. You cut off his legs. Yes. Because <laughs> you want his boots. Good. And you let him bleed out. It's fantastic. It's like, great. It's just stuff like that. It just drags me in. But yeah, I'm going to give this one a shot. Uh, speaking of war, Shadow of War, which is the Middle Earth game. So did you play the first one? I didn't. But I now own it because there's a sale going on. There's an E3 sale, right. and it was 10 bucks, and I was like... Let me tell you. I always wanted to play it, so I picked it up. Power through the first area. The first area is a little rough, a little rocky. Power through the first area of, of uh, Shadow of Mordor, and then the game gets great. But the first area, you just got to power through it. It's not that long. It feels like forever. It really isn't that long. Power through it, the game gets great. Alright. So trust me on that. I will. But having played Shadow Shadow of Mordor, I've been hyped for Shadow of War because I really so I also am like a Lord of the Rings fan to a point. I don't think I'm the biggest in the in the world. Yes. Yeah, but I do like it and I do like the deep lore for it and the fact that I don't I don't want to tell you because you haven't done it. But the fact that the ghost that possesses you is in the game at all is great. Because of his lore significance, his deep Lord of the Rings lore significance. But with the actual gameplay of Shadow of War, it looks so good and so pretty. I'm so in. I'm, I'm in for any Lord of the Rings game, I gotta be honest. Just that one orc just yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. It's It looks great. Yep. I'm, I'm super in on it. Uh, Anthem. I can't be bothered to give a shit. I watched every trailer because Eeyore said we should play this together, and I don't give a fuck about this game. It just looks so... I mean, I'm not super hyped as everything else. It just looks fun. I just want to fly around as Iron Man. You know, it looks kind of cool for what it is. I just, like, it's one of the things, like, why does everything nowadays need to be, like, super armored space marine shit? And this is coming from someone who plays a fuckload of Destiny. Like, why does every game nowadays need to be super armored space marine shit? I don't care. You're all starting like, like zombie games. No, like, I, I don't care anymore. No, I agree. I just like the uh, the whole mobility. Like, it looks cool. Really cool. Just like I'm gonna keep it. Like, I, it's definitely. I'm definitely yeah. gonna keep an eye on I'll it because keep... I, I feel like they didn't show enough for me to jump out of my seat at it. But what they did show piqued my interest, and I definitely want to keep an eye on it. And it, I think if it is ends up being good, it will be something fun for you, me, and Eeyore to play. Right. Like Destiny. So, yeah, we're talking... Nick and I played Destiny together with our buddy Eeyore. We all played Destiny together all the time. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed it. We actually had more people, too. We had bunches of people. But we all played it, and Eeyore tagged us in something on Facebook saying, hey, let's play this shit. And I'm in. Don't get me wrong. I'll buy it for Eeyore, because I love him. But I... It's just like... Right up there with zombies at this point. Like, unless it's a franchise I've already devoted myself to, like Destiny, I don't need another Space Marine franchise. It's just, there's nothing for me in it. No, I, I, I feel you on that. Uh, so then we had Kirby and Yoshi. Yeah. Which, I'm going to lump those together because I feel like they should be lumped that's together. That's fine. I, I, that's why I put, put them next to each other on but the list. I, I mean, I'm down for another Kirby game. It's been I, so long. I love I know you love Kirby, Kirby games. Kirby, Kirby games, like, I get they're not hard, but... I think that's why I like them. It's if, They're very cathartic to play. And they just take me to a happy place because I played Dreamland 2 so much on my Game Boy Color when I was a kid. And I played a lot of uh, Superstar. And yep. I, I love Kirby games. So Nightmare like, every, Dreamland I played. That was a lot of fun. Yep. 
Um, that too. I played. I played most of the Kirby games, and they're just so much fun to play. They're really solid. They're really, really solid. Really fun platformers. Right. And I've never. I've never felt super pressured playing them, and I thought they were always a lot of fun. So I'm down for another Kirby game, especially on my Switch. I think that Kirby. Exactly. I think that Kirby is a great mobile franchise to me. Exactly. And I also liked the fact that there was new powers that oh, you yeah. combined powers. So he had like. Of not, he turned sword into like flame sword and he turned like hammer into like water hammer yeah so that just like was really cool and uh yoshi looked cool to me because it i played willy world i didn't so and i don't willy world was again just a super solid platformer for like the wii u and it was really adorable and really pretty and this just looks like it just with a slightly different extent aesthetic yeah. so i was like you know what i'm in i'll probably pick it up so we also got Battlefront Two on the list, which yes. you play Battlefront One. Ah, uh, all, right, all right. First off, I played the first Battlefront Two, and it's one of the best games I've ever Same. played. I played. I don't know if I ever told you this, but I played Battlefront, the original Battlefront One and Battlefront Two, so so much. I walked my, my PS2 desk. with like my brother. Oh, yeah. By myself. I mean, my brother and I would do the space battles all the time in yep. 2. Oh, they were so fun. And the story missions and everything. And so when they were remaking it, I was hyped. And then I got the game because I got it for free with my PlayStation. Because you got, have the Darth Vader PlayStation? I have the Darth Vader PlayStation. And I got it and I put it in and I played it for 10 minutes. I played it for longer than that. But I played it for a little bit and I was sorely upset because it was just nonsense online i played the open beta for it there was a lot missing and when i played the open beta for it i went i am super underwhelmed and i never thought about picking it up again yeah it's just like i don't have high hopes for this game it's an empty shell the first one was like an empty shell of what the originals were and from what i can see they're trying to fix that they're like hey remember in the first one where everybody spawn kept Spawn camp the heroes. Yeah, we're gonna change that because that's not good. Yeah, no shit. And they're gonna they're like, you want a story, so we're gonna give you a story. So hopefully it's good. It actually sounds interesting. Do you know what like the premise? The premise Tell of the story it. is like you play as like somebody from the Empire in the wake of after Episode Six. So you're playing in between six and seven as like. Somebody from the Empire, which oh, I think is awesome. I'm so in on that, actually. So if they actually pull that off, like, concept sounds great. If they pull it off, I'm in. I mean, it's the same reason I really liked the story in uh, Battlefront 2, where you play as the the troopers. Yeah, and you involve with them, yeah. so you, like, go through all the games, and you play as the troopers, you play as the clone troopers. You go as all the movies. They're the, they're the last battalion of clone troopers that roll over into the Empire. Yeah. It's really, really like, cool. Like, that's dope. Like, do stuff like that. Like, yeah. I'm, I, like, I'm in, and, like, fix the stuff that was, like... Booty hole. Booty. And I'm in. Uh, they showed uh, the Zelda's DLC, which we kind of knew about, but they kind of sh- actually showed it off instead of just yeah. saying it in, in print. Um, it looks looks interesting. The whole uh, Trial of the Sword, over yeah, it's called. Absolutely. It's like that one shrine. Yeah. That, even Tide Island, which I thought was... Which Tide Island, the that's the castaway one, right? Yeah, where, where you, you get, got wall, where you get stripped of everything. You got Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> you get stripped of everything, and you just have to yeah. solve it. So it looks, it looks like, like a lot of fun. A lot more of that. Um, added hard mode, which actually looks like an interesting yeah, hard mode, not just new game the, plus. And enemies do more damage. Yeah, it's actually like more enemies show up in like certain 
Yeah. I suppose so. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm super in on the Zelda DLC. I was pretty positive I was gonna buy it anyway, so that's um, not they didn't sell me on it, but I knew I was getting it. The great tease of E three for me was Pokemon Switch. Which was just a guy sitting at his desk talking about Pokemon DX for the Switch and he's like, by the way, it's still still just a guy talking at his desk when making a core RPG Pokemon game for the Switch. And that's it. How you, how you gonna tease me like that, Nintendo? How you yeah. gonna do this to me, game? It's like you? a hot glue gun. Yeah. Like, it just got that little bit coming out, but... I mean, like, I'm excited, like, good, because when the they just did a direct and they announced Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, I th- everybody thought they were gonna announce Stars, which is was supposed to be the, uh, the third game from in the Sun Moon uh, gen generation on the Switch. So, I mean, core RPG game on the Switch would be great because the Switch is a perfect for the Pokemon games. Perfect. It is the perfect console for that shit. And it's not a spin-off because they said core, so I'm in. Yeah, I am too. Uh, Uncharted is Couldn't a thing. give a shit. I also don't really know a whole lot about that franchise because I'm only playing it for the first time now. Uh, I love Uncharted, and I met Nolan North, and it made me happy. I, I met I met him too, but I didn't care about that. I was like, you're my ghost. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool too, but I had him sign my Uncharted 2 copy. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love Uncharted, but I really can't get myself to like get hyped about this game, and I think it's because it doesn't have Nathan Drake. I just think you're sexist. No. I think I, I think, think it's it, because you think women are inferior, and because of that, you don't want to see a game starring well, this, strong women characters. This character is... I know. A character from the game. But yeah, like, I know. I don't know. But I, just don't... I, I get it. I get it because I think you're not alone in that feeling that without Nathan Drake, is it really Uncharted? Yeah, because like Nathan Drake is so charismatic and He was in the main character and you felt he was the main character. Yeah, it was just fun going on adventures with him. Um, Destiny 2, some stuff. Nothing, the... nothing anything new except the only new thing is they finally showed the bad guy. Yes, the which leader I thought, of the cabal. Which I think he looks dope. I do too. I think he looks like a cabal, but I think it's cool that he's not wearing a helmet while most other cabal wear a full helmet. And he's like all white. Yeah. But my big thing is, while it was cool, I still don't think it was as cool as the gameplay trailer where we get to like watch them fighting on the tower for the first time and like Ikora blowing shit up. I'm a warlock main, so I like love anything that's badass warlocks. Yeah. I mean, I get why they didn't show that much because Bungie had their own stream. They were right. just kind of like, for those who aren't diehard die-hard Destiny fans and didn't watch the stream, hey, Destiny 2. I also think it was, like, the PlayStation trailer, so it showed all the PlayStation-exclusive stuff. Right. Like, I think it's cool that we're getting an exclusive exotic. Yes. So I'm I'm 100% down on that. Xbox fanboys are going to be pissed. (laughs) And PC. Yeah, PC's Uh, a thing now. Dragon Ball Fighter Z. I'm in. I'm so in. It looks like a like a it looks like a fighting game. It looks like Marvel versus Capcom, but DBZ. with Dragon Ball Z with Dragon Ball Z characters. So I'm hoping it plays like a fighting game. Yeah. It looks like it's going to. I'm in. And it's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh. Like the anim like the the art style is like really pretty. I yeah. Especially I like in it. 2D. So I, I was like 100 percent in. A 2D Dragon Ball Z fighter. I'm in on. Uh, they announced some Horizon DLC. Which excited me. Looked pretty. Not that I could hear it because the so- the beginning of the Sony well, conference had watch it again. Shitty, <laughs> shitty audio. I should go watch it. Yeah, again. watch the trailer again. But yeah, it was cool. But, uh, and I'm still haven't played the game, but it still looked cool. I'm excited. I hope the story's interesting because as if you listen to our uh, Kingdom Hearts Part Two podcast at the end of it, when we talk about what we what we had been recently playing, I talked about my. 
uh, gripes with Horizon and the the way the story was set up. So I really hope the story in this DLC is really good. Um, but that's that. Beyond Good and Evil 2. I know jack shit about this. Play the first one. I have no idea, but this trailer grabbed me. I like the pig guy. Like, this world just grabbed me. Really? I It made me want to try Beyond Good and Evil for the first time. Yeah. So, I might. I, I haven't decided yet. I have a billion games on my fucking list. So. Yeah. But, and I'm still playing The Witcher 3 again. So, fuck you. Fuck you video games. But, yeah, man. Uh, Cuphead looks amazing. Again, something that's been around for a really long time. Still can't wait for this game. Uh, Finally got a release date. We probably won't be able to play it. I might pick up an Xbox One. (laughs) I'm not fucking around. There's a couple games I want to play that are Xbox One exclusives, and Cuphead might just be the straw that breaks the camel's back. (laughs) It's like that and Killer Instinct. So, yeah, Cuphead might do it for me. I just love that art style. Yeah, it's so cool looking. Just indie done right. Uh, Skull and Bones. What did you think of this? I thought that the pirate video game craze already passed, and I don't think it's going to be revitalized. I think it looks cool, don't get me wrong, but I just don't... I put it on here just because... Um, it looked like a cheap black flag. It, yeah. What I was really excited about was... Um, what was it called? Sea of Thieves. Which was that? It's the uh, Xbox Microsoft. It's the Microsoft exclusive pirate game that's made by Rare. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sea of Thieves, right? Which I'm really upset that it's a Microsoft exclusive because I really want to play it because that looks like so much fun for like me and you to play. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. I feel like we didn't. And like that. this lo- Skull and Bones, I put it on here because we could. It's one that we could actually play because it would come to the PlayStation. But it looks like a shittier version of Sea of Thieves. Because Sea of Thieves is like, you get to travel underwater and find sunken ships and collect treasure and go and get like treasure maps and solve riddles and fight ships where like Skull and Bones is kind of like you're stuck on the ship and like you just kind of switch between the different stuff and it's not as exciting. Right. But I just really want to play Sea of Thieves. I don't play them, yeah. Uh, Days Gone. Fuck that. Don't care. I know you were going to say that. Stupid zombies. Don't give a shit. I will give him. I'm not a. I agree with you the whole thing. I will give him that. Like, the sheer amount of zombies on the screen looks kind of dope. I. That's what I said. I said, okay, you did a good job hoarding zombies. You know what else did a good job hoarding zombies? Left for Dead. Yeah. Years ago. So like, this isn't the first time I've seen this. What's the What's the other one? Uh, the one where you just you make ridiculous weapons and kill zombies. Uh, Dead Island, or if you want to get super specific, uh, there's Dying Light. Dying Light. See. Um, Dying Light, I feel, is the last zombie game I gave a shit about because at night, the zombies turned into giant monsters. And I was like, oh, man, because that's different. You did something different with zombies. Yeah. Like, that's the same reason I like Call of Duty Zombies. Not only is it the best survival game I've played, but, like, you also have, like, German-engineered dragons fighting Russian-engineered giant robots. Like, it didn't take itself serious at all. I was so in on that. So it's not zombies as, like, an idea that I hate. It's that every zombie game is the fucking same. Every zombie game is the fucking same. No, I I'm agree. so sick of it. I'm so sick of rugged, gruff-looking Survivor saving his friends because he may be rough on the outside, but he's soft on the inside. And he's gonna, you know, fight the zombies and, oh, look, there's bandits! And then, oh, look, there's... Uh, I don't give a shit. It is so played out and done. 
Like, come up with Alien Apocalypse. Alien Apocalypse. Please give me another apocalyptic scenario game. But that's just not this bullshit. Yeah. I'm so, I so... I was watching this, and it's not even that I didn't care. I was, like, angrily indifferent. I was so mad watching this. Uh, Assassin's Creed? What do you think about that? Don't care either! Yeah, I never... That franchise is so dead! <laughs> I never picked up an Assassin's Creed game, and I have no interest to get it into it, just based off of, like, everything that people say about it negatively. I just really... What it is, I, it doesn't grab me. I just... So, I, I've i played a lot of them. I haven't played all of them. I've never played them in order, because fuck you. But, so I played, like, the original when it first came out, which was really cool. Two, which was the best. Then I had didn't play another Assassin's Creed, Creed till Black Flag, which was a really good pirate game, but not a very good Assassin's Creed game. And then I didn't... Then I picked up Syndicate when it came out, which story-wise was great, but, like, gameplay-wise was atrocious. And I found myself getting very mad at the controls. And, like, it's just degraded, like, controls-wise. So it's not even that, like, the story... Because the story... There's two stories in every Assassin's Creed game. The outside world and then the history world. Like, the history world's great, usually. I've, I've never had a rough time with the history world. It's the outside world story. I've never given a shit about, but diehard Assassin's Creed fans hate. So, it's just a played out franchise. Yeah, I mean, it looks... I like that they went to Egypt, and I like the, the whole eagle mechanic. So, I, I like, for people who love that, fr- like, yes, I, I don't care personally, you don't care personally, but for people who like that franchise, and it's, like, their baby or whatever, I think it's a cool thing for them. I What I liked is that it is historically accurate. The pyramids looked like that. They were gold-tipped, and they had a white limestone coating on it. So when you look at the pyramids and you think, why don't they look like steps? They did actually look like that. It's really cool. I think they do their research well. Yeah, I feel like that's something they do within their games. They do their research very well within their games, and I respect that. They can just go fuck themselves. Uh, another game I know you don't give shit about, Monster Hunter World. Not true. I got hyped to shit about that. Did you? I like Monster Hunter games. I, I, just... thought, I thought I like texted you when like this went on, and you like, I don't give a shit. No, I thought you were texting me when Assassin's Creed was going on or something, or whatever came after it. Oh. Monster Hunter, I got hyped about. Did you? I was okay, like, good. this looks cool. I'm yes. in on this. I want to play... I've always wanted to get into Monster Hunter, but never actually pushed myself to do it. I think I'm going to with this game. I'm the I same think, way. I think I should... Yes, I agree, because... Like, I, I always said that, like, hunting giant monsters just sounds really fun. Hunting giant monsters with your friends sounds even more fun. Exactly. I, I want to hunt giant monsters with you, Josh. I, I, Nick, I love you. I love you, too. Let's hunt giant monsters together. Forever and always. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm absolutely... I saw this, and I was like, I'm in. All right, good. So, yeah, cool. I'll, we'll pick this up together. Um, I have moss on this list. It was that mouse game. I don't know. It just looked... It looked cute. It looked like a cool... This was in the whole... VR section. VR section, and I, this is like the one that stood out to me the most. Oh, I got one that stood out a little bit more in the VR section. All right, we'll talk about that. Because <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm just forgetting it, but it, I don't know. I like the thing that you're like a spirit guiding this like right. adorable little rescuer's mouse. Yeah, it was really thing. cute. I don't know. I just wanted to mention it. What was the other VR game? Final Fantasy 15 oh. <laughs> Fishing Simulator. Yeah. Can we talk? Let's talk about... 
I platinum this game. You haven't beaten it yet, which you need to do so we can talk about it in a podcast. Let's take the most annoying, grinding, most grindest part of this game. Because to get the platinum, you have to get everybody's skill level up. And Noctis's skill is based around fishing. So you have to fish a lot. So the ending of that game was me just fishing all the time. And while it's cool and you can get fish... Goddamn, do you not want to do that forever? Let's make a VR game about that. Because when I think the redeeming qualities of Final Fantasy XV, the beautiful world, the cool car, all the different aspects that you could possibly add into VR, I wanted the fishing. I sent Nick a picture of just a man with heartburn <laughs> after that. We were we were watching this with friends, but not the same friends. So like I was in a group of people, he was in a group of people. We were just texting each other because we're really bad at being social. We only want to talk to each other when we're not around. Ask his girlfriend. Mm. So <laughs> But yeah. Um I was talking about Observer, which wasn't really shown much at E3. It was like in a quick montage, but Observer was at PAX, if you remember. It's the game yes! it's the game where you hack into people's minds. Right. And I actually played I played the demo the day after. Um this game looks really fun and I kinda wanna pick it up just because the I think the whole concept is cool. It's got like this horror vibe to it, but you're like a, a crime detective person and you hack into people's minds and like experience their memories. Right. To like figure out crimes. I think the yeah, whole concept is cool. It was like a an, I'm pretty sure it's an indie game. I think it is. Um, there's a sequel to the Ori game, which is another reason why I kind of want a Microsoft. Ori in the Blind Forest is beautiful. Well, yeah, it's beautiful, and I've heard nothing but good things about that game. Yeah, and, and what's this other one called? Ori and something Will else? The Will of the Wisps. Yeah, I'm... And I was like, I really... I've always wanted to play the first one, and now there's a second one. It's just a very... So I really need to get on that. I've seen people play it. It's very pretty. I'm in. Uh, Sonic Mania had a release date. I don't think that was announced like anywhere in a conference, but it got a release date. Um, I'm excited for it just because I liked the original Sonic games, and this is people who make ROM hacks of the to of the original Sonic games and Sega going, hey, let me give you money and you make a game. I fucking wish Nintendo would do which that. Which is yes, which instead Nintendo of, needs to do instead of shutting down creativity like that, encourage it. Yeah, like these people aren't trying to make money off your franchise, not necessarily. They're trying to, like, pay tribute to your franchise. And if you support that, you'll create an incredible community. And, like, Nintendo already has a great community. Imagine the community if you encouraged that. Look at the Bethesda modding community. Look at this. Like... We can get into... No, we can't. I don't want to talk about paid mods. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, Sonic Mania is just exactly... It looks great. I don't know if it's going to be a great game. It looks great. And it's, but conceptually, that's what gaming companies should do. Encourage their fans who want to create. Yeah. This is what I want. This is what I hope happens more often now. I agree. And I think... So it, I want it to succeed for that reason. Yeah. So other people start doing that. Right. Uh, Evil Within 2. I never played the first one, but Josh, you played the first one. Pac-Man had a YouTube channel. I played the first one. And I don't know if I like that game. It got really annoying. It did. And I I don't know if it's because I was filming it for YouTube, because you play a game different if you're filming it for YouTube. But it got so annoying by the end, and I hated the ending. So I haven't really decided if I want to play 2 yet. 
but I probably will because at least it'll be a continuation of the first one. And it was a solid horror game. It got me at some points. It just got really frustrating. Super Japanese too, which I didn't expect because it's published by Bethesda, but it's not created by Bethesda. So it was cool. I don't think I liked it, but I might have. I haven't decided yet. And I've been like trying to decide that for a while now. Um, and the last game that we have on this list is Wolfenstein 2. Have you? I've never played the first one. This the this was like one of those that like I've never played the first one, but the the trailer kind of got me. I keep meaning one. to play the first one, and I haven't yet. It's on sale right now. I know. That's why I think I'm gonna pick it up. I considered it too. I've seen like stuff, and it looks over the top and outrageous with you fighting Nazis who are cyborgs. I you know I'm in. And like the whole like. Um, thing at the end where that guy takes acid and he trips balls and like, yeah, hallucinates uh, a cartoon and like this three D realistic graphics, hallucinates a cartoon, uh, like lizard. Yeah, that's like just rainbow color, like something out of like Disney's Fever Dream. It's it's this cool first person shooter that doesn't take itself serious. It's not gameplay wise, not revolutionary, but it's cool. The other thing that I saw at E3, because it didn't happen at E3, it happened during the post-show, is they released a trailer for the Call of Cthulhu game. So, like, I'm not talking the board game that everyone knows, but the video game Call of Cthulhu that has been talked about for a while now. They released the first trailer, and it was it was the thing I was the most excited for at E3 overall. Like, out of everything I saw, I got more hyped about that fucking trailer they didn't show during E3 proper. They showed it after E3 than anything else, because it's so good looking and it feels so lovecraft and I, i'm such a huge fan of hp lovecraft all right um so, so yeah was there so that was the list the general list that i made uh was there anything else that interested you that's not on the list nope it was boring it's just boring e3 there's a new xbox one coming out xbox one x or xbox which is just an awful name well, it's, me, it, me tell, it anagrams to Xbox. I don't care. Let me tell you why. It's, I don't, let, I me don't care let me tell you why it's an awful name. It sounds too much like S. X sounds like too much like S. So if a kid goes, "I want an Xbox X," and the parent goes, "Oh, he said S," and the kid's upset, it's just confusing to people. And then like, parents are buying five hundred dollar, uh, video game systems for their shitty TVs. So why the? Why, why do you need a four K video game system considering you're not gonna have a four K? TV. Right. Like, I like I get, like, good for them for making a really powerful console. Like, I have no issue with that. I just think it's going to confuse people that aren't super read up on this stuff. And I guess you can, compl- Nick, you can complain that they should read up on it. But it like, spells Xbox. Come shit, on. Shit, that changes everything. <laughs> it also, looks... It, also, there's three Xbox Ones. To me, it looks like a gamer tag for Xbox 360. Like back in the Xbox 360 era, like Xbox One X, like XX, XX, Xbox One XX, <laughs> like it just looks like a 69 somewhere in there or 420. Like it just looks like exactly what I'd expect Microsoft to put out. But other than that, I I just it sucked. I wasn't happy. I mean, I was happy. I wasn't ecstatic like last year. Last You're just year, sourpuss. That's true. I was I was actually happy and like. Going through this list, the stuff that I'm actually excited for, and there's a decent amount of games that I'm gonna pick up, and that I'm excited to play. Well, but I like mean, I, you convinced me to pre-order Fractured Butthole. But like I said, Butthole, Butthole. I love them. 
<laughs> um, but like I said, it nothing like made my draw drop like last year did. But I I still think it. There's a decent amount of games that I'm excited for. Also, there's no. There's no Final Fantasy VII remake stuff. No Final Fantasy VII remake stuff. No Death Stranding re- like video game. I know Kojima said he wasn't going to be there, but there was nothing Death Stranding. There was no Red Dead Redemption 2. There was no Last of Us Part 2. Like, yeah, some big hitters missing. There was just it was like funny. we were watching the Sony conference and the last the last game they showed the guy who was announcing announcing was like said something I forget he said something that sounded like they might show Final Fantasy. So, like, me and Andrew, like, get up out of our seats, like, all excited, and then it's just Spider-Man. He goes, ah, oh, sit down. And I'm like, well, I'm still excited for Spider-Man, but it wasn't Final Fantasy Seven. I don't know. I remember texting you just saying, they're going to announce the PlayStation Vita 2, and you just told me to shut up. <laughs> uh, but that was our general thoughts on what we're excited for. Yeah. For, that came out of E3. And what we're really just cynical about, like, fucking zombies. Yeah. I mean, if you're excited for those games, that's that's fine. No, I'd... fuck you. If you're excited for another goddamn zombie game like that, pick up Left for Dead. It's better. And I know what you're thinking. Josh, you haven't played fucking shitty zombie game 2017 yet. How can you say it's better? Because it's still being played and it's a 10-year-old game. Fuck you, it's better. Fuck you. There you go. That's my thoughts on you, Josh is, the listener. Josh is just, this is episode Josh Cynical. This How did we go through this entire podcast about E3 and not make fun of Skyrim? Because that was, because <laughs> this is literally, it was literally E3 oh, 2017 I, Skyrim. Before you talk about Skyrim, before we talk about this, I want to end on that note. Did you see the announcement for uh, Crash Insane Trilogy? You get to play as Coco Bandicoot in all three games. That's dope. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Like, it's just like a little tidbit. I mean, the game comes out in less than a month. I'm pretty hyped about it. I have it pre-ordered. I'm just, like, excited to play Crash Bandicoot again. So, yeah, I thought that was cool. But, yeah. What the fuck? Is Bethesda going to make another game? No. Skyrim. Always Skyrim. So, like, I'm hyped that it's on the Switch. I think that it's cool that it's got Amiibo support. I think... So, my initial reaction to that was excitement, and then I really thought about it, and I was like, well, there's mods that exist that can just do what that Amiibo did. But, if you think about it even more, I'm glad that third-party developers are using Amiibos. Exactly. Which gets me hyped for more people to do that. Right. So, because I think Amiibos still need more use. I agree. I So, I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to be able to play Skyrim mobile. I've bought Skyrim. I'm a part of the problem. I've bought Skyrim like four times now. But uh, I'm, I'm excited that it'll be able to be played mobile. So, I'm looking forward to playing it on the go. I'm going to play it on planes. And, uh, Trains and automobiles. But Skyrim VR, come on. Maybe it's just because I don't like VR. I don't have an issue with VR, but... I just like they're never gonna release another what about Doom VR. You like Doom? I do like Doom? They're never gonna release another fucking game. That's my thoughts. Like Fallout Four is not getting love like Skyrim. Skyrim's five years old. Six, I think. Yeah, that's like an old game. Yeah. That they just keep pumping out. Yep, port it to everything. What consoles is Skyrim on? It's on PC. Yep. Xbox Three Sixty. Yep. PS Three. Yep. PS. Four, Xbox One. Uh, it's coming out for the N- Nintendo Vita, or n- not the Nintendo Vita, the Nintendo Switch, 
It's coming out for PlayStation VR. What else is it on? That's seven right there. I don't know. That's still like more consoles than any other fucking game. Yeah. It's going to come out for uh, mobile. <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, Skyrim Microwave. Uh, Windows, PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, PS4, Xbox One, Switch. And then PlayStation VR. VR. Which it's you're going to have to buy it again for that. Because yeah. you have to buy the VR optimized one. Yeah. So Bethesda, this is just their cash cow. Yeah. I saw something online where they're, they're like, I'm convinced no one at Bethesda is alive anymore. And it's just the janitor re-releasing Skyrim every year. <laughs> That's great. It's just like, fucking hell. Yeah. That was just that was just funny. And it's every it showed up it showed up literally in every press conference, I think, this this E three. Just, just E three twenty seventeen Skyrim. More Skyrim. More Skyrim. And it's not like it's a bad game. This entire podcast is just gonna become Skyrim. Yeah, we're gonna just become a Skyrim podcast where every week we talk about Skyrim on a different console. <laughs> but that was our thoughts. Yeah, that was our cynical Yet optimistic thoughts on E3. Yes. Let us know what you're excited about. Yeah, let us know what you're excited you can, about. Uh, yeah, you can do the comments on SoundCloud. You can tweet at us. You can tweet at us. I'm at the great sweaty P. I am at Mr. Gomes 17 underscore between Mr. and Gomes. We should probably make a Twitter for this podcast, but we will eventually. Yeah. But uh, you can send a mail to my personal address at... Uh, 369 damn you're fine avenue yep p.o box 420 plays it <laughs> so next time we're going to talk about video game lore probably yeah this has been uh an extra episode this has been an extra episode also let us know if you like these this is our first one we're fucking doing them anyway yeah well i just, just your opinion anyways i'm sure it's the internet i'm sure you give us your opinion see you next time bye love you